Hello, everybody, <laughs> to the That's Scheiße podcast. I'm here with Jacob, and I'm Ethan. And today we're gonna talk about the fascinating topic of brains in a vat. I think, like, <laughs> as a backstory, um, Jacob and I were in the philosophy uh, course of our high school, and over there... You were way better than I was. Nah, not really. But no. we watched Matrix together in that course, and it was awesome. And <laughs> as <laughs> if you know, or if some of you viewers have watched The Matrix then you know that like people are in like tanks and the world is being simulated and they're not actually in the real world the matrix exactly so now we're gonna imagine that scenario that actually the world we perceive isn't really there but we're in a computer program and some computer is telling us what is going on mm -hmm. and we perceive it that way and we wouldn't be able to tell any difference between the simulation and the real world nice <laughs> yeah <laughs> well that is what i say i i do think that we wouldn't be able to tell but do you think there would be like a way to break out of it well just from a like technical standpoint I think every simulation must have its boundaries. So at one point or another, you could, but a very clever simulation is going to be built in a way that it, as soon as you like get closer to the boundary, it, it will maybe expand and just go on and continue. So Or it kills you. <laughs> whatever, but I think it, it's possible. To tell. Or not to tell. To break through the simulation. Uh-huh, yeah. I mean, it's not... Yeah, I think it's... it's. Yeah, it's possible. Depends on how complex the simulation is. I totally, guess. but just from a theoretical standpoint, if it is a simulation, that means it must have some sort of boundaries. I at least believe that. And then it should be... I, I should be able to break out. Yeah, you watch The Matrix, so you're prepared now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, like last Monday in my lovely philosophy class, we had to read a text, and there was this person, like the teacher said they were a man, but I, the name Hillary doesn't seem like a man name <laughs> to me. But I'm just going to call him a he for now because I don't know better. Anyway... This person, Hilary Putnam, said that actually it isn't possible for us to be in a simulation and that if we wanted to say we are, then we'd be wrong in saying that. Because, and he reasons it this way, right. like, for example, if you have an ant that, like, walks around in the sand... 
-hmm. and randomly draws a picture of something. Mm -hmm. Would you say that Ant drew a picture of that thing? You need to repeat that for me. I, I wasn't. <laughs> uh, <really laughs> you weren't listening. Thank you. No, I wasn't really <laughs> able to understand. Okay, we have an ant, like yeah. on the beach. Yeah, and it's like walking around in the yeah. sand, and like let's say it draws a dog, right, with its little feet. Yeah, would you say the ant actually like drew a picture of a dog, or like wanted to represent a dog? I don't know. It's like <laughs> it, the ant definitely draw a picture of a dog, whether it wanted or not. Yeah. I'm not able to say. That is an interesting point. And I sort of get what you mean. Like, of course, the picture can represent whatever you want. But I also think you need to see what the author of the picture intended. Right. And I don't think the ant wanted to draw a dog. Okay. Because maybe it never saw a dog. And I don't think it's that good of an artist. But yeah, either way, he then, like, <laughs> compares that being an ant who has no idea, like, what's actually going on in the world is similar to being in a simulation and having no idea what's really going on in the world. Because... When you're in a simulation, everything you see, it's not really there. It's just being fed to your brain, but it's not there. And therefore, all your perceptions are, like, wrong. And yeah. you, can't, yeah. you can't also properly describe what's going on. I would actually turn it around. Okay. I I'd say that, like, with the example with the ant... I'd say that it's the other way around. We're able to see the picture of the dog, mm -hmm. but we're not really able to conclude why and in and how and with w what intent the ant draw that dog. But I don't think the ant actually drew. But you don't know dog. that. I'm pretty sure. Yes, but you don't know. <laughs> okay. But that's like a whole other because discussion. I think this is the funny point of a simulation. Like you, I think there are some really clever people out there that say it's ninety nine percent that we're living in a simulation, but there is this one percent that they are not, they cannot prove it. And I, I would therefore turn it around with the image of of the dog. I think it's it's way better that way. We believe that we live in reality, and maybe someone believes that we are in in a simulation, but they're not really able to tell in the end. How do you connect that with the dog? Because we see the image of the dog, which is like the, the the simulation. It looks beautiful. It's an amazing picture. Okay. We might even be able to see it develop, sort of like something draws the picture of the dog in the sand. But we don't really know why that happened. Or maybe we can even explain to some extent how it happened, but not really what the intent behind it was. Yeah. Like we can see today how our earth was built, like evolution and stuff, but we would have way more difficulties explaining why yeah. <laughs> that happened. Yeah, fair enough. But I think it's interesting how you like completely turn <laughs> his entire perspective around. 
like can you can you tell me once more how he would like relate to the image of the dog with with the simulation like obviously there were like five steps in between right which i'm not going to elaborate on because that would take like three hours but um yeah it's just like it's about like the ant not getting stuff and because it doesn't understand things. But why does the end need to draw the picture of the dog? That's sort of my point. Why? Like, w- how are we drawing an image living in a simulation? That's what I don't get. No, no, no. no. The, don't put the simulation in just yet. Like, if we draw an image, right. then we, like, imagine that thing first and then draw, draw it. Like, it's a conscious thing. Like, if you accidentally spilled water on yeah, the table yeah. and it looked like something then you wouldn't say oh yeah i drew that that's mm-hmm. that's just a lucky accident like bob ross yeah i love him <laughs> but <laughs> anyways um it's about like the conscious knowing of stuff okay i understand what you mean good i i can't even relate that to the simulation exactly because if you are in a simulation then everything you perceive isn't real. Mm-hmm. So you also can't really gain any real knowledge mm-hmm. of your surroundings. And he's like also saying that if you're in a simulation, then you wouldn't be able to draw a real dog consciously. Mm-hmm. Because you have like this weird image of a dog, but it's not really a dog. It's just a simulation. Yeah. And then, (laughs) yeah, and then he, like, elaborates that further into that with our language in the simulation, because we can't know anything, we also wouldn't be able to say either we're not in the simulation, because we can't say that to begin with. Please leave out the language. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't like the language thing. Yeah, Nietzsche did that too, and I didn't like it. It's 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 it just ruins everything. Like every base you can even talk about something like this. Actually, we be- shouldn't be talking right now because nothing means exactly. Anything. So yeah. please, please stop there. I I know <laughs> that they love to go there, but I'm just gonna say his final point. Yeah, that go if ahead. you're in the simulation, and you'd say. I'm in a simulation or I'm not in a simulation. Right. The fact that you're in a simulation means that whatever you say doesn't like isn't correct. And therefore we aren't in a simulation. That's some beautiful reasoning right there. Now, I just want to like bring up and come up with some contra points that I sort of imagined on the go when while you were I think you were saying like we're not able to really draw a correct image of a dog. Yeah. Well, that's what he says. I, I or what yeah. he says. Yeah. And I disagree with that because I think that there is, to some extent, luck out there that you might hit the, the dog perfectly. Additionally, I think you said something like, "We do have an image in our head, but we're not really able to." Um, I don't know where I wanted to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> The image left you. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's like oh exactly. It was about we have an image in our head and then we draw it out. Mm-hmm. 
but I think there are ways that you, for example, if you draw something in a collaborative way, like with other people, exactly. Okay. So for example, you know, a very simple game, you have a piece of paper and you fold it and someone starts drawing and then he doesn't really see what was like the head and then he draws on yeah. and that way we're able to create stuff that sort of smashes this thing because you were not really it was not just an image in your head it was actually something new because you combined exactly but there you wouldn't say you drew something specific but i was part of the drawing and maybe we would agree on like drawing a dog i just want to say like i think there are some weaknesses yeah i see what you mean but he also like <laughs> gave a different example for like let's say there's different humans on a different planet right. and they've never seen trees right. and then we drop from a spaceship we drop a tree no we drop images of a tree mm -hmm. and they look at the tree they have no idea what the hell it is but they see it but would you say that if they copied that photograph like they drew a perfect image of a tree right would they actually draw a tree no they wouldn't exactly and that's what like that's a similarity with the simulation okay, okay. I, I i'm fine with that yeah it's i mean <laughs> i think it's kind of fucked and like overly detailed but i get what he means for me personally when i look at science you look at science. Yeah, just like science in general. Okay. I think science basically wants to explain everything. And I go as far as saying, and this is why I believe we could crash in a simulation, that, that maybe one day science knows everything. It's very unlikely, but it's possible that it they can explain cool. everything and we know everything. But for today... I am aware of that we don't know everything, that we cannot explain everything. But nevertheless, I need to live with this reduced amount of knowledge. And I'm fine with that. And I'm not sure whether you understand where I want to go with it, but it's like, why do we even bother to think about the possibility of the simulation? Yeah. I mean, in a way, it's not more mind-blowing than like the people that thought the earth the earth is flat and then they found out oh shit it's round like we thought we don't live in a simulation now we find out oh shit we're in a simulation yeah and as a matter of fact i mean even if you live in a simulation and a tree isn't actually a tree it's still if you would go back into the simulation it would still to some extent look like a tree yeah and like the people you around you that still get what you're talking about exactly yeah so, therefore, I, I, I sometimes think that this argument that something that is within a simulation isn't really real is, is a question of, like, perception. Because, like, you could watch a movie and you really feel the, the, the movie and, therefore, maybe just for a second or several seconds, you feel like it's actually real. That's very romantic. <laughs> I, I get what you mean, yeah. But I still think it's not real. Like, it's not real, but it doesn't matter. But in the moment, it is. You do think that. Well, in the moment, I wouldn't care because we wouldn't not be thinking about the realness. Yeah, you wouldn't care. Yeah. 
but that wouldn't make it real. No. Yeah, I agree. But exactly that's sort of my issue with the whole thing because realness and reality is like it's always based on perception and the whole thing with the simulation is always based on that there is something like true reality that there is an absolute reality that we cannot change and that everybody sees the same and for me i i think we we were looking at this in in philosophy back then and i think it's our reality is, for example, based on a lot of visual impacts on sound. But there are so many other things that we're not able to see, but still they're there, but they don't have an impact at all on us. So I'm not even sure if we would be able to realize what the real reality is. Yeah, maybe we wouldn't be able to perceive it right. with like our senses. Quite yeah. likely. Yeah. So you actually do think we are in a simulation right now? No. Okay. I mean, I couldn't care less. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, I, I don't, I once, I remember just, I, I once wrote like um, an essay on God. And I was like starting Oof. out with like saying I don't believe in it. And then I just started realizing when I started writing and writing and writing that there is so much luck and just these accidents so to say that happened during the process of humanity and the, the universe Earth and the universe developing that i mean it's pretty damn perfect <laughs> <laughs> so like so now you believe in god you no, convinced I, I yourself i just started realizing <laughs> back then that it is so easy to accept science but science itself also would say that it's such a fucking small probability that the incident that we're living in happens. Yeah. That you could argue, why did it happen? There's no reason it just happened. Exactly. But but if we would live in a simulation, that yeah. wouldn't be true. Yeah, then it would be on purpose. Exactly. And so... Th I just, I mean, God and the simulation are very similar for me. Okay. No offense to anyone, but. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's like a higher purpose. I, uh, for me, living in a simulation and there is an outside world, that would mean that there is sort of a higher purpose or just something that we are not really aware of today. Something bigger. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we could use that to like get to our next topic of <laughs> why are we in the simulation if there is one. There is a Simpsons episode. <laughs> where it's always a good start. <laughs> where they're like, kind of like I, I have no idea how they, like, like they're like fish humans, and you sort of like you buy them, and then they start building up a city. Isn't that South Park? Yeah, South Park <laughs> then sort of does the same thing. I think it's uh. in the episode like, then the Simpsons did have that already or something. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Exactly. It's, I, it originally yeah, I only watched Simpsons. South Park. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Simpsons episode, and I was always fascinated by these, like, simulation things. And therefore, I think there are a lot of purposes to build a simulation, because a simulation always intends to create a better world, I guess. I don't really think uh, I don't really see a situation in which someone would create a simulation just to get like rid of 
people because then you could also kill them why would you build something that is beautiful and amazing and livable for them like the matrix yeah but exactly this is why i don't really think that the matrix is that much of like yeah wasn't it like to like harvest their energy while they're alive yeah and if they didn't get that mental stimulation they would just die off so they had to do something maybe yeah yeah but i get what you mean i just think that yeah exactly the the body of a human or of the body of this this being in the simulation you wouldn't like need to harvest it or just to i don't know like have a purpose so you just put it there so it can have a good time no, exactly. This is why <laughs> that I. That's that's what I don't think would really happen. Yeah. What so you think, think, so you think it's like the simulation is just the simulation, nothing more, nothing less. How do you mean that? Like there, there is no reason or no purpose. No, that's what I was exactly saying. I don't uh-huh. really. I don't really see a situation in which you would create a simulation for a bad purpose aha only good purpose exactly okay and this is why i am saying i i think it's totally realistic that we for example will live once in a simulation because you don't need to go to to work in the simulation and you can chill like you're always chilling in hawaii on the beach so like if you enjoy doing that your simulation looks like this and I mean, it's no wonder that humans have always told themselves like stories and later, I mean, also things like music and, and movies and games today, that sort of intent to bring you into another world. And you said before the reality that like in a movie that even if it's like, if it's not real, I, I still believe that it, it can feel really real. Yeah. And so, and the impact is real. Exactly. Yeah. So this is why I totally see some purpose for for a simulation. Yeah. In reference to that, I have. First of all, I um I didn't play it, but I watched a let's play yeah. of a game called Soma, and this is a big spoiler. So if you still want to play it, then don't listen for the next thirty seconds. But yeah. Um, it's like the humans of the future put themselves like they made their brains digital Mm -hmm. so they could be stored on like a usb device yeah and that they could be like transported to a different planet altogether and it's like it also deals with like not having a physical body and if that simulation even gives them a better life or not and I thought that was like a cool thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to shatter your reality, but we're really fastly developing into beings that are very similar because a big part of our identity today lives online and it's just like some digits yeah. pressed together. Like you're a number in so many ways. Yeah. So a big part of our identity is already like basically store storable on a usb drive so you think that we'd also like use this technology someday even for while we're still alive like this is just our everyday life (laughs) (laughs) i think it's 
it's definitely gonna happen because okay. there are gonna be people that are striving towards living in a world that they imagined but nevertheless if and i am someone I, I believe in evolution and so therefore i think that our bodies and just the way that we developed as humans we have been like here for maybe a hundred thousand and our real old our real old ancestors for maybe a million years i don't know the numbers but yeah sounds about right this time sort of also entered our bodies to some extent this is what i believe like I'm not sure whether you agree on that, but for example, looking at the moon or just having being able to see the sunrise or something like this triggers something that is different from a lot of other things that I can experience and feel. Yeah, you like grow hair everywhere exactly. and turn into a werewolf. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, exactly that. Yeah. No, but but it's like in a simulation, there would be sort of a factor of how real does it feel. And I think it's gonna take a long while till we're gonna have simulation that feels like reality. Yeah. But at that point, there are definitely gonna be people, maybe including myself, that would start to live in the rea- uh, in this in this simulation because it's it's a world that you're that you can control to some extent. It depends on if you can. It control. depends. Yeah. But the simulation that that I would imagine and that I also think that people would be interested in is a simulation that definitely has the main goal to make you or to enjoy your time on this planet in a better way so you'd think the first stage would be like it'd be more of a uh, leisure thing like you do that like on the weekends yeah okay and and there are definitely going to be people that do it all the week yeah and i mean we're all almost there with like the vr stuff so as soon as they like connect the touch sense and stuff, it's gonna be there pretty fast. That'd be cool. I'm not sure whether it would be cool. In my mind, there's always like in the back, there's sort of the thing, but we also could live in a simulation right now. Yeah. So I'm not gonna say like it's not cool to live in a simulation, but I, I'm still saying I think that it would be pretty pretty dangerous for humans to completely leave this reality that I am at least living in right now. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, it depends on the effects of the body. Like, if you just lay there and do nothing and don't eat food, then you're going to just die. Yeah, just, like, society-wise as well. Yeah. If everybody, like, lives in a different simulation or has their perfect body types there's just a big distract between like the simulation and reality yeah but what i would think is really interesting (laughs) if like if the whole society just migrated into that simulation and that then you would have like jobs within the simulation but why would you do that because that's your world now and then like or once no. again, <laughs> my question would be, what's the purpose of the simulation in the beginning? And I, like I said before, I think the only way that simulation is really going to work is if it's going to be an amazing place for you to stay at. Mm-hmm. And you enjoy. And I mean, maybe I need to ask you the following question. Like, you, you've played way more games than I have. <laughs> and so, are there games in which worlds you would totally sign to live in 
no back. Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, yeah, I think I'd have to carefully consider, but I don't rule out the possibility. Okay. Like, I mean, the Pokemon world would be pretty cool, <laughs> especially since there's not like the dying and death fighting well, thing. Well, you would know that you died at one point. I mean, you would live in, in the simulation of this, but you also yeah. would know that there is no back. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'd be careful with, like, a lot of games I really enjoy, but that are, like, have horror aspects. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> like, those, I would be like, ah, maybe not. That's exactly what I wanted to say. Like, even if we l we're reading a book or watching a movie, I think it's always a, a really nice thing to go back and just live in, in a more normal environment. That's fair. And, I mean, definitely there are people out there that can enjoy, like, playing a game for 24 hours. But even then, I think they need to go and shit and do stuff. Maybe they don't want to do that, but it's, it's, it's still there is a contrast. And I think this would just be crazy if you could, like, totally live. Well, I think there's gamers who, like... They sit on a toilet yeah, and but, like. But that's not play. a human being anymore, isn't it? Okay. Well, definitely not a, a lot member of, the quality of society. quality would be not a member of society. Yeah. Yeah. And there's th there's my problem with with the simulation, I guess. But like, if everyone was connected in the simulation again, yeah. then the society would be in the simulation. Well, now, wouldn't it? I just go back and repeat the thing that I've <laughs> said. What's the purpose of that simulation? Why would you switch? <laughs> Why would you switch over to a society in which you would need to work 12 hours a day? You would not have more money. Well, I don't know. I think like one aspect could be like it would put the physically disabled on an equal standing. I mean, this has nothing to do with the, the, the whole topic, but a lot of physically disabled people, they don't even want to be normal. I wouldn't know, but could no, be, you yeah. you need to ask them. They don't even really want to... They sort of have accepted their fate. Their fate. <laughs> but, yeah, okay. Just to say so. I, I think what, what you're creating is a simulation which would be really ideal. And everybody would, like, love this simulation. That's now, not possible. <laughs> no, but, but like, it would sound so good. Like, you have all the money you need, and you it's just amazing. You're going to have a big house. You're going to look way more beautiful in the simulation. You're going to have big tits, and <laughs> everybody's just like... I see what you want, <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but that, that would be, like, the thing that would happen. Okay. And people would... Everybody would, or most of the people would enjoy it. I'd be really skeptical because if everybody moves in into the simulation, there would be very similar patterns that we already have in this world. You're smiling. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered I had this one religion teacher yeah. who was really into second life. <laughs> and he would like live stream it with us no. during his class sometimes. He would just play it on his computer and show it on the monitor. And we watched him like play ha second life, not half life. Yeah. That's a different yeah, one. That's a different but one. yeah, second life. Oh my God. It's basically third life that's a simulation yeah that's what it's gonna be 
maybe it's going to be a company that like creates the simulation. They're going to say, well, it's going to be free for the first 100,000 people to sign up for our simulation. But there's no going back or something like that. And then 100,000 people would sign up. No, that's just a Black Mirror episode. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. And from there on, it, it just would get... It sounds so easy to just build a simulation and solve every problem, but it's not going to be the way that it will work. No. I mean, even in The Matrix, there is a reason why Neo wants to quit The Matrix. So even in this perfect simulation, he sees a purpose, or he is not as happy within the simulation, so that he leaves. Yeah, but I think that's what will also motivate our people like if someone is just not happy with their life in the reality the yeah, real world, yeah then they're much more likely to escape into a different reality exactly. this is why it's going to happen whether we want it or not yeah i'm going to stay here good luck <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i'll write you sometimes like letters I'm from the simulation i'm not even sure whether that would be possible it won't probably but yeah, I'm pretty open-minded, and especially if it's not, like, a no-going-back thing. Well, that's a different story. Yeah. That's a completely different story. I agree. Just, like, create your dream world and then do whatever you want to do within that world. And that sounds amazing. Yeah. I dig it. <laughs> but I, I'd still say that there would be people that just would live in this world and then... I mean, that's sort of the thing. If you want to start to have a simulation that really feels as real as real life, then people would just slowly, but but they would start to just live within the simulation. And then I think the thing that they're leaving, like the reality that they're leaving, what would happen to that, to our real planet, that's sort of the unknown question. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, it's difficult to, like, draw a conclusion. But, like, for now, we mainly talked about what if the simulation was for the people that are currently alive. Now, I mentioned Black Mirror. <laughs> yeah. And there was a certain episode where the concept was before you die, your consciousness gets sent to some sort of virtual heaven. Yeah. Where you then can leave, uh, not leave, live yeah. forever. Yeah. Would you be more open to that one? Yeah. I mean, it sounds great, but it's virtual heaven, he said. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Don't like that. Like it's VR or not VR, just it's a simulation, it's a but simulation. it's for people who are, would be technically dead by now. Yeah. And they're just artificially living on. You know, I, I think this is a too hypothetical scenario. You do? Mainly because our brains and the way that our body is constructed, we I think like the maximum age that, that like scientists say you can reach like 120 to 130 years. This is like the, the top thing that your body is going to live through. Mm -hmm. And now the brain might be sort of a different story and maybe there would be ways to like, I mean, I, I think there have been, like, body to, like, head transplants already. They're trying things like this out. I, I've always been fascinated with the idea of, like, 
transplanting my head on a, like a dog or something <laughs> like that and then just live on or like it could be a robot dog but i just okay. i like that idea but why would you even live on the normal planet if there is a simulation i don't know because you're you're gonna know that i mean it, it will be the case that you're gonna live more of your life in the other simulation than actually on the planet but I mean, in the Christian and the other beliefs, you also think that like the your time on Earth is very short compared to heaven or hell. So it's like pretty much that. Yeah, but 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 I mean, science at least Christians and other religions say you know you need to do some things to get to the better place. I mean, there are religions that don't say that, but just yeah, what you're doing in this life matters, and in your scenario, it doesn't matter at all. I mean, I could just blow myself up in front of, like, thousands of people. And in the moment when I'm, like, blowing up myself... No, no, no. No, you wouldn't. No, you'd I'm have to die in, like, a hospital. And they would put, like, your brain program mm. into the virtual heaven. And what happens to the person in the hospital? They die. The body is, is like, dead. And so how do I switch? You don't. It's like a <laughs> copy of you lives on. Because it's like your digital form. You, I don't know. Right. I don't know. It's just it maybe gives you peace in the more moment of dying that you're not dying permanently. I'm gonna die so peacefully, even if I'm. <laughs> it's just over. Like, <laughs> it's gonna be great. Okay, we'll see how you that know, goes you when know I threaten you <laughs> with a knife. <laughs> you know that I've written a whole fucking twenty-page-long thing about dying. I forgot about that. Yeah, you're like we might actually make, a, make an episode on that one. Yeah, you have to. Maybe we should. Yeah. But it's like since then I'm really happy, but I know I, I just think it will be amazing when I know that I'm gonna die. <laughs> you're just gonna be <laughs> laughing, I'm and just gonna be happy. <laughs> <laughs> and all your all your relatives around you are crying, <laughs> and you're just smiling, just having a big party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah i enjoy the idea of living longer maybe for another 200 300 years but if oh, so you, you have big plans mm. but like as soon as you switch into simulation the story is completely different because what's the simulation gonna look like maybe it's gonna be great there maybe i'm just gonna do that and i think that the, the aspect that is important as well is like is the life within the simulation gonna is, is my life there gonna have an impact on reality like the world that i left oh huh. i probably not exactly <laughs> well how do we conclude this i think you haven't really said what you believe yet i haven't no well first of all uh, simulations are cool i think vr stuff is cool um, but like a permanent simulation, I'd have to carefully consider right. the risks and stuff and the benefits, but I'd probably be leaning towards yes. And what about the likelihood of us living actually in a simulation? I mean, I wouldn't be able to tell, but I'm saying no. Nice. Because it's like... We humans invented, like, the concept of being in the simulation. So to say that we already are in one 
when we were the one who kind of came up with that whole idea is kind of wow we're gods or something yeah. <laughs> do you get what i mean yeah. like i think it's unlikely but i can't say no there's a zero percent chance i think especially the way that I look at it, and I just, I think there's also a South Park episode about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> about like the Earth being a reality TV show. Oh, I loved that one. And something like that, I think, is actually quite realistic. I mean, just imagine like, like from a microcosmos point of view, how many times we like take some bacteria and put them into some chemical experiments and stuff, and they sort of grow into a whole new microcosmos. Yeah. We are one I mean, of those. We already seem to believe that the the universe is like endless, so why the fuck shouldn't our world as well be sort of a microcosmos if you just go out of our scope? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, this is... I, I would actually prefer to argue with the, the universe like as a us believing in an endless place is really similarly ridiculous to simulation. You do. Well, I I think like the fact that the universe is like technically infinite is a lot more applicable to our reality. But exactly when you say technically, that's yeah. exactly the way that I put it with a simulation. Okay. Because technically, it's 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 really it sounds nice, but technically, it seems to be impossible that it's endless. I agree. But it's like not really endless. It's just constantly growing, so you can't measure it. But exactly that was <laughs> what I was saying about the simulation. It's yeah. Like as as soon as you approach the border, it expands. It grows. Yeah. So for me, it's very similar. We I mean, are you, you could, already. <laughs> you could look at the universe as a simulation to some extent, at least. Yeah, or at least a good simulation would work that way. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm pro simulation as long as the simulation is cool. So maybe just the last question after that we're going to finish. Like if you look at the Matrix, is that a cool simulation? No. I mean, the simulation itself is like our world, which is already kind of shitty. And so, then but that's exactly my question. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't want that. Like, if the simulation is our current world, then the simulation sucks. And uh, in The Matrix, they did say that they tried, like, perfect worlds where nothing ever went wrong. And God. that the humans, like, realized something was off and they would just get ejected out of the city. They killed themselves. Yeah. <laughs> or something like that. So but I want a simulation that's perfect and not this shit world. But then would you if if we just look at the matrix, would you leave the simulation? If you would know that there is a a blue pill, red pill. Yeah. Yeah. And I you also would know that it's like not a nice place like beyond or behind the simulation no i would definitely take the blue pill because okay. i'm a coward okay. <laughs> i'd rather stay in relative safety but you you would take the red one i think i would need to take the there wouldn't really be a choice i mean honestly if there's ever going to be an option for me like to get to the moon i would definitely say yes 
even if there's maybe no not a coming back or something well no that would be a different story <laughs> okay, you just kill yourself <laughs> like that wow <laughs> good to know <laughs> i mean we have learned something in this episode like i'm gonna be happy at that point yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be <laughs> i'm gonna be fine no no but i just want to say like I think it's really cool if you like sort of get to the borders of the thing or the place, just getting there and closer to the border. Yeah, meeting is what fascinates me. Like just new experiences. No, not just new experience. By that, I just mean like getting closer to to what seems to be the limits. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. Of what you can actually reach. So this is why I quite likely would need to take the rat pill. But I'm definitely not gonna be Neo or something. You'll you'll die within like ten seconds in this cool (laughs) city down there, and and just hang around there. Maybe I would join the machines. (laughs) Oh my! Oh my God! You snitch! (laughs) Holy shit! But good to know. I'll prevent you from taking the red pill. Well, maybe you need them to take the red pill as well. God damn it! Okay. Yeah. That was Scheiße, the podcast. Next week is going to be really special. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, wasn't this one already the 10th one? No, that was the 9th one. Ah, okay, good. Yeah, we're we're going to have our 10th special episode. Yeah, but we have no idea yet what we're going to do. No, we haven't. No. Okay, see yeah. you next week. Bye. Bye.